You are listening to the Canadian Pinball Podcast with your hosts, Mike Diamonds and Tony Laviolette. And we've got a special treat for you. Yo, haven't you heard? Be a pinball nerd. Come spread the word. Be a pinball nerd. If you don't, you're absurd. Be a pinball nerd. At the Pinball Nerds Podcast. Pinball nerd. I said, haven't you heard? Be a pinball nerd. Come spread the word. Be a pinball nerd. If you don't, you're absurd. Be a pinball nerd. The Pinball Nerds Podcast, my love. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 154 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name's Orbital Albert, and I'll be your host for today's episode where we're counting down my predictions for who will get who the top 10 pinball players who have the best chance at winning the Stern Pro Circuit Finals today. Okay, so let's take a look here. I'm going to read them off quickly for you. We have... Oh, today, Today, by the way, is March 9th. The uh, Stern Pro Circuit Finals are happening in Chicago today. Um, they're going to be hosted uh, live on Dead Flip. I don't know if it's going to be live right from 10 a.m. when round one starts, but uh, um, Jack Danger also is going to be hosting. Um, the Ocho will also be there. It's a head-to-head championships as well. I don't know if that runs congruently or maybe tomorrow, but uh, keep an eye on Jack Danger's uh, Dead Flip channel on Twitch. And uh, it might even be streamed out to the YouTubes eventually or, or at least put on there eventually. But uh, if you're listening and it's today, keep an eye out because that is going to be super rad. So without further ado, I'm just going to go through the top 40 here. Steve Bowden... Raymond Davidson, Trent Augustine, David Real, uh, Eric Stone, Keith Elwin, Jim Belcito, Fred Richardson, Jason Wardrick, Colin Urban, Alberto Santana, Asher Lefkoff, Alex Harmon, Josh Sharp, Carl D'Angelo, Robert Gagno, Drew Coldolia, sorry Drew, uh, Zach Sharp, Kelly George, Sanjay Shah, Alexander Kazmarchuk, Getting better at that one. Adam McKinney, Adam Lefkoff, Andrew Rosa, too. Nick Zendejas, uh, Greg Pavarelli, or Pepperoni, or what was his last name? Uh, uh, Just kidding, buddy. Uh, Zachary Parks, Chris Besler, Andy Rosa, Phil Brimbaum, Jeff Teolis, Tony Pierce, Louis Bevins, Jack Tadman, Sunshine Bone, Mark Vandergruten, Group 10, uh, Derek Price, Timothy Street, Eric Russell, and Par Paris. All right, so what I'm going to do is count down my, the, the people who I think have the top, like, I don't necessarily think these people will all make the top 10, um, but I, I guess what I was saying is I think that there's a, a very good chance that all of these people any, any one of these people really here in the top 40 could win, but these 10 people have the best chances of winning. All right, without further ado, Phil Birnbaum from Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, Phil 
obviously is not the odds-on favorite to win this bad boy, but I think that, well, I know that when, when, excuse me, Phil is playing really well, he's a uh, force to be reckoned with. I don't know if the style or the newer games are going to be his style. He's more of a classics dude, but he's, he's really good at everything. He's well in the top 100. Uh, he, he knows a thing or five about pinball, and I think that he might just do very well. And I'm not just saying that because he's a, a Canadian buddy of mine, right? You know, like, he, not, that, not that we're buddies per se, but I mean, we are Facebook friends, and I have got to meet him a couple times, but the point is, is that, you know, I'm, I'm not like good friends with him because I live on the opposite side of the province, and Ontario's pretty big, yo. Okay, so, number nine, Kaylee George. Uh, really good up-and-comer. Um, seen him do some damage late in a lot of these rounds. Um, might be a little bit of a surprise if he won, but uh, not that much. No, no one would be like super shocked, right? So, um, and I did not use, I did not follow the same numbers as the the betting website or whatever that had the gambling for today. I'm not doing this for gambling. I did not put any money on it. I jokingly said I wish I had put uh, five bucks on uh, Robert Gagno and 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 five bucks on on uh, Jeff Teolis or ten bucks on Robert Gagno because he was like paying ten to one. So that would be a hundo. <sighs> I believe, but Teolis was like a thousand to one or something. <clears throat> so. Um, no, I don't think it was that bad, but it, it was pretty good. Like five bucks would have netted me back like <clears throat> a couple hundred bucks, maybe enough for an EM or something. So, but no, I, I still don't know how I feel about the betting on pinball with decades of trying to prove that we had nothing to do with gambling or betting, but, um, I, I'm, I, I'm torn. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be betting yet. Now, if it was a pool between a whole bunch of pinballers, yeah, I'd probably go in on that for the Pinberg pool. In fact, I might even put that together. I don't know. Maybe not. I, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. So going back, uh, Kaylee George. Then we had Zach Sharp. Okay. So a lot of people might have put Zach higher on this list. And a lot of people also might not have put his brother higher on this list. But I just think right now, uh, Zach's got a lot going on. I think he just had a new kid. He's got tons and tons of stuff happening at Stern. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, just feel like Zach has a very good chance of doing it. I probably should put him higher here, but I'm giving him number eight. That's what I'm doing. Number seven, Trent Augustine. This guy is, uh, what, what did he finish? The highest points in the, the, the circuit or pretty close to that? Or he, I know he has before. Um, he's a clutch player, but he's also extremely consistent and uh, can knock it out of the park any given day on any given machine. So especially when he pulls that hood up, you guys better watch out. Trent goes full hood up, means he's going gangman style. I like that Trent kind of does that. It reminds me of like back in the pinball days when the Unabomber or whoever would you know pull up their their hood or put their glasses down, right? So, um, oh, speaking of poker, I got to play poker last night at Tony's house with Tony and Mike, and I managed. To pull out a second. I let the host win, of course. I wanted to let Tony win because, you know, he takes the time and energy to uh, buy all these awesome snacks for us and provide the space and set up the, I was about to say pinball machines. Of course, we did play pinball after. And for any of you who have me on Facebook, I do plan on sharing it to my Pinball Nerds Facebook group later. But we played a $5 impromptu round robin pinball tournament last night. 
and uh, the top from each grouping got to go to the finals. So I got to go to finals against Sean Russell, who finished, you know, one of the top at the Ontario Provincial, Ontario Provincials, or I think got fourth or something. Um, but phenomenal player, uh, maybe even perhaps better than his ranking would show. And uh, somehow managed to beat him. Mind you, it wasn't like a long drawn out finals. It wasn't for IFPA points. You know, we hadn't practiced on that machine earlier. We played fireball classic and i don't know what the heck i did but i lit that bad boy up something fierce and my score went from like four hundred thousand to 1.5 million after the first ball like quadruple quadruple bonus bud i don't know what it was but it was it was pretty cool so anyways yeah take a look at that video that's almost at 200 views uh that was live streamed last night from sean's account with uh mike dimas doing commentating and t tony laviolette falling on the ground it's an entertaining video so i actually got to stream twice this week guys and I, I, my streaming equipment hasn't even came in, so just wait. It's going to be fun. Uh, next is Colin Urban. Colin has... I, I got to watch him earlier this year. Um, uh, it was either earlier this year or late last year. Playing very, very well. He was playing against uh, Jason Weirdrick, who will also be there and I think could be the sleeper of the show, but I, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to beat all these dudes. But if Jason won, I, wouldn't, I also wouldn't be surprised. But he didn't. We'll just say... He probably didn't make the list. But Colin Urban was number six. Number five, the guy all the way from Vancouver, Canada, my favorite town in Canada, besides London, Ontario, the forest city, of course. Um, no, guys, if you ever if you ever are considering uh, stopping by London, Ontario, and you only have one day, you go to Speed City Records. You go to call the office if it's still going and uh, maybe go have a beer or two and some fine dining, some craft beer and some awesome local food at Milos's Craft Beer Emporium. Then you pop by the Poacher's Arms to play a little bit of pinball and go for an after craft beer pint. And on your way out of town, if you're really brave, you run into a place called the Richmond, which Ray was just telling me now has three guys game. So if you're listening locally, go check that out. I'm just kidding. Sometimes from time to time on a Friday or Saturday night, the Richmond is a little bit, a little bit rough. But last night was the London Fuse uh, opener. Whenever there's a charity event, pr probably a, a little better, but uh, so, so it's kind of a rough crowd. If you, if you want a lesser rough crowd, go to uh, Poacher's Arms. And even that can be a little wild late on a Saturday night. So Take your pick here. Take your pick. Other than that, just keep going right to Toronto and go hit up Cabin Fever and Tilt because that's where all the really good machines are within a two-hour drive of good old London. All right, so back to number four, Josh Sharp. I think it's going to happen, Josh. I'm also, just like Jeff Teolis, I'm also Team Josh. But not for the top three because here we are. Lightning round, the top three. Rounding out the top three in third position is Escher Lefkoff. As many of you guys know, I am a massive Escher fan. I think he is the future of pinball. I got to watch him in the finals of Free Play Florida. His first ball on that game of Radical was amazing. Go back and watch it if you haven't seen it. Number two, Raymond Davidson, the number one player in the world. And I know what you're thinking. Albert, you're crazy. Why wouldn't you have Raymond Davidson number one? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I think, although I do agree, he is the best player on the planet right now. I got to go with my boy Elowen. First of all, he did—he had to travel like the least far of everybody else there, right? 
because he lives in Chi-Town now. Is, it, is that what they call Chi-Town, Chicago? I don't know. So I think it's that. Um, the Windy City. No? Is that? I think that's St. Louis. Oh, no. Um, anyways, Keith Elwin, you can do it, buddy. Uh, you're, you're, you're my odds-on favorite to win. You know those machines. You work at Stern now. Um, pretty sure Maiden's going to be in the mix, and you're not going to be beat on Maiden very often. Um, something I also want to do for all my Canadian friends here uh, is I want to give a quick shout-out to the top five Canadians that are going to be in it. So we And I'm not putting these guys in order, I'll tell you that. Um, but Derek Price is going to be playing. Um, Derek, I'm just on his... International Flipper Pinball Association ranking right here. So Derek is ranked 165th in the world. Um, I saw a really cool mini doc that he was in on, on YouTube, which I should remember the name of, but um, wait, just kidding. I'm thinking of the wrong Derek. Derek Price. Derek Price is not from Canada. You silly guy. That was the wrong Derek. I humbly apologize. Um, Derek Price is from California, but go Derek. So I'll shout out to the four other Canadians left in the, the thing. Okay, so keep going here. Great, great job doing research. Um, Jack Tadman, definitely from Toronto, definitely a Canadian. Awesome dude. Got to play with him back at Player One earlier this year. Good luck, Jack. Jack could come out and win this all as well. Jack would have been easily could have thrown in uh, place number 10 there. Um, of course... Jeff Teolis, good old pinball profile, uh, also a member of Lopple, the Ontario Pinball League. Good luck, Jeff. Uh, Jeff has been playing super consistent at the last Lopple. He got like 91 loops on Doctor Who, and I think I was watching the hockey game and drinking beer so long, I forgot I was in a pinball tournament. So I think Jeff could uh, also be a little bit of a sleeper there. Let's see here. Robert Gagno, we guys know how I feel about him. I think he can do it. He's... He's been in a lot more finals uh, than the other two probably have from, from what I've seen, right? So, and he's also the highest ranked Canadian. He's also, um, you know, if you've seen any of his YouTube videos, man, this guy can destroy wizard mode uh, before before he has breakfast. He, he plays so long he has to sit down quite often. So, uh, uh, Phil, Phil Birnbaum obviously mentioned him. So, good luck to all the Canadians that are going to be playing in that. Um, and again, get over there onto Twitch. And uh, it, it might even be live streamed somehow through through something else to YouTube that I, I'm not aware of. But um, have yourselves a good day, guys. And for everyone who uh, was able yesterday to listen to the podcast that I did where I was being very open and honest and talking about some of the uh, mental struggles that I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, I just wanted to... Uh, Thank you guys so much for, if you did take the time to listen to that, uh, talking about the the hostest with the leastest Moses that, you know what, I went back and listened to the interview and I think I did a, an okay job with, with Ian on episode 150, um, but there was some times where there I really should have just, it would have been interesting, you guys would have enjoyed it to let him finish and... Um, but that's the kind of thing that sometimes, you know, even even being critical on myself can send me into a bit of a spin. And it was really important. And I know for you, the listener, I might have lost some listeners after that because it was kind of a, you know, it was a little bit of a sad, I wouldn't say depressing, but it was a, definitely not your typical Orbital Albert having fun shooting the shots with you, right? So, I mean... Um, I just, I wasn't in a great mood and I think that it's important from time to time, 
that you're open and honest with your uh, your listeners about how you're feeling and what you're going through. And you know what? If you're podcasting every single solitary day, uh, like I attempt to, uh, just so you guys can get your daily dose of pinball, not every single episode's going to be sunshines and lollipops and rainbows and not every episode is going to be as fun as exciting and entertaining you know as the next and sometimes i'm not always going to be in a good mood sometimes going to be a bit grumpy like that and 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 a little upset with myself but that's good because stuff like that's just going to push me to become a better podcaster i'm getting excited i got to go and buy my new school bags my lunch pack uh, my lunchbox, uh, I'm going to Podcasting University starting Monday morning, bright and early, guys. Um, I also had the pleasure of speaking with Chris, the world's best pin turn, yesterday. That was a fun interview. Go listen to that. If not, we'd honestly never talked till about a minute before I hit the record button. I just want to make sure the sound was okay. Um, I will work on getting the sound better. There was no way for me to do direct audio. It had to be on speakerphone through another person's phone. Um... Also, they told me afterwards they don't have a long-distance plan, so it looks like I probably spent about 30 bucks on that half-an-hour phone call. But it's worth it because Chris is awesome, and that, that was a really cool episode. So go back and listen to that if you haven't. Uh, just talking about uh, our plans for Texas Pinball Fest coming up in about two weeks. Totally stoked for that one. Um, the next thing, that, uh, the next, uh, the third one, I, I did three yesterday, guys. I worked pretty hard. Uh, and the first one was really, really tough to do the research for, to be honest. But um, So then I got to do the easiest one of all. I had notes in my pocket, but I never even took them out. Got to talk to two very good friends, Tony Laviolette and Mike Dimas from the Canadian Pinball Podcast. Uh, they actually sang on the show, like, live, which I didn't know was going to happen. And uh, Tony pulled out his piano last second. Um, it sounded, it sort of sounded, it reminded me a little bit of the Clusterbuck. Uh, any of you Slam Tilt fans out there uh, know what I'm talking about. Uh, the Slam Tilt podcast with um, Bruce and Ron. Uh, thanks for coming back and doing another episode for us there. I think about two weeks ago we finally got a new one for the only the second time this year. Thanks, guys. Hopefully we get to keep hearing them because I love them and miss them. But, uh, wow, I totally forget what I was saying. Um, oh, yeah, so these guys did something called the Cluster Buck where they brought in like 20 podcasters which is totally cool. If, if they had 21, I think they would have called me. Um, so, but yeah, it would have been, this is kind of, the, the podcast last night was kind of our local version with just the three pinball podcasters. When you have three people who like to talk on a show, you are going to have some interruptings and you are going to have some, some interruptions and people over talking a little, but uh, I, I was trying guys. I was trying. Um, anyways, had a great time doing all of that. Had a great time talking to you guys. Guys, have yourselves a happy Saturday, and I'm hoping to get you up at least one more episode today. And until next time, guys, remember to eat, to sleep, a breathe, as a pinball.